Welcome to Time for Nach, Rabbi Fine here, Perek Kaf Base of Sefer Yeshua, as we try and learn a Perek of Nach each day in under four minutes a day. Perek Kaf Base is where things look a little bit ominous. What happens is the follows. Yeshua gathers everyone. He thanks the two, two and a half tribes for their military assistance. And he bids them farewell. He tells them goodbye, go back to Eva Yarden. That's, of course, where they're going to be living. And everything looks fine. But then when they get home, they construct a Mizbeach. Uh, now, their intentions is that it should be a reminder for future Doris, future generations, that even though they don't live in mainland Eretz Yisrael, and in the past we've discussed whether Eva Yarden is, yes, considered part of Eretz Yisrael, not considered part of Eretz Yisrael, nevertheless, they build a Mizbeach to show that they are equally obligated to serve Hashem, it's not just the people who are near the Beis Hamikdash who have to serve Hashem. The other tribes don't take this too well. Um, they suspect that the two and a half tribes are making a either some full rebellion or a place at Mishkan. They send a delegation of Pinchas and ten elders, ten Zakenim, uh, and they threaten civil war. Why are they threatening civil war? So the Ralbag in Posik uh, Yud says that initially these nine and a half tribes. Uh, wanted to make a stand so that future generations wouldn't make this mistake. In the end, everything is ironed out. They explain to Pinchas, or they explain to the delegation that their intentions are not to rebel. It's not to chasishon or replace Hashem with anyone else or replace the Mishkan with anything else. Uh, it is simply a way of reminding the people that they're equally obligated to serve Hashem. Uh, there's a very interesting piece of Malbim here in Pasuk Yud Gimel Yudalad asks, why do we need to send Pinchas and also a delegation? Just Pinchas is enough. And he says that there were actually two things over here, that the tribe suspected Reuven and Gad of doing two things wrong. Number one is rebelling against national unity, rebelling against the people. And number two is rebelling against Hashem. Pinchas represented as the kind the fact that they were rebelling against Hashem, the delegates from the tribes, the elders represented the fact they were rebelling against the Jewish people. And in fact, the, the, the Malbim writes, they never responded to Pinchas. They only responded to the elders because they felt they had nothing to prove. They weren't doing anything wrong in terms of rebelling against Hashem. Nevertheless, everything is ironed out. In the end, they, they realize that the tribes only had good intentions um, and they actually end up praising them for it. And therefore, everything works out well. I guess the lesson really is, firstly, to have open communication, uh, you know, and if something is going to rock the boat, whether it's with family members, friends, if you're going to push the boat out too far, make sure you brief them beforehand so that everything is ironed out.